0: All right, all right, here we are yet again with another episode of English and Coffee. It's your wonderful host, Damian, and this time we're sitting in my mother's driveway. Something a little different. I like to switch it up every now and then. I believe we've recorded from this location a time or two in the past, but it's been a very, very long while since we parked our car in the driveway, picked up a cup, and started recording. But today we're going to talk about appearances, and we're going to title this one, Never Judge a Book by Its Cover. So grab your cup. I hope you're warm. I'm sitting here sipping on some house blend coffee from a local speedway. This isn't the creme brulee or the macadamia and white chocolate, none of that. This is just straight coffee with two shots of hazelnut and four packs of sweet and low. We're sipping on a 12-ouncer. Let's get into it. So of course, this is the day after Thanksgiving. Everybody's full, everybody's relaxed. People are preparing to return to work on Monday. I'll be glad when they go back to work on Monday, so I can record in peace, so I can tutor in peace, I can do my thing in peace. But, like I said, we're talking about never judging a book by its cover. So we have to look at what an appearance is, how people perceive appearances, what people think of your appearance, what do you think of other people when you see them, and what are the things we look at. Some of the main things we look at when we talk about appearances is a person's face, Physical posture, how they carry themselves, their hair, is their hair unkempt? Are the clothes hanging off their body or are they fitting too tightly to their body? These are the judgments that people place on others when they look at them, especially during the first glance. But have you ever misjudged someone based on their appearance? Have you ever looked at a man walking up the street, you saw him coming towards you, he had on long baggy clothes, maybe his hair was greasy, oily, his face was unshaven, he just looked unkempt. And then he walked over to his Lamborghini. And you realize that he probably has more money than you will ever see in your life. So you wrote him off as somebody who didn't have money, somebody who was a low life, somebody who was never going to make it, maybe even someone who was a threat, just by the way he looked, and then turns out he has a Lamborghini. Now he still may be all of these unsavory ideas that you had in your head, but that first opinion, his appearance, did not match with the person that got in the Lamborghini because there's no way that somebody who didn't take pride in how they carried themselves didn't know how to conduct business whether it was legal or illegal would be able to afford a car like that or have friends or family or a network of supports that could enable him to use their car and drive around the town here you are driving a Hugo in the meantime right this is why you never judge a book by its cover so this is my stance on the whole issue because Sometimes I've been mistaken for somebody who is a threat just by the way I look. Maybe I don't feel like putting on khakis and a shirt and a belt and fixing up my hair all nice. Maybe I just feel like walking out of the house in some comfortable shoes. Maybe some jeans with a hole in them, a jacket, maybe six years old, favorite shirt. You know, maybe it's got a little tear, a couple of stains on it. I don't care what other people think of how I look, but sometimes people misjudge me just by how I approach them. Now, other people... They take it to the extreme. They worry too much about what someone else thinks of their appearance. Not going to say you find this a lot with ladies, but you do find this a lot with ladies because their social dynamics are completely different than a man's. Men, we don't really care. We don't judge another man by his shirt, you know, unless you're in an office or something and he's walking into an important business meeting. But we don't care what shirt you have on. We don't care what pants you have on. Can you pick up this axe or can't you? Can you help me move this car? Can you help me tow this truck? Any man coming over to my house that's going to cut down a tree, I don't want him coming over in a three-piece suit. I want him coming over looking like a lumberjack, right? If somebody's coming to paint the house, you want the overalls with the paint stains, maybe the ratty hair, the old sweat-filled hat, right? That's who you want painting your house. You don't want somebody coming over there looking like Dapper Dan, on top of the world, 10 all the time. They're, They're not going to give you a good job. So that's another way that people base someone's behavior off of their appearance. They look and they assume. We make assumptions. This is what we do. We're humans. Now we're not supposed to judge, but this is what we do. So sometimes we get it right, sometimes we get it wrong. Sometimes when you see that person walking up the street and they look like a thug, dreadlocks down to the floor, or maybe tattoos all over their face, tattoos on the neck, sometimes that really is the bad guy. But sometimes it's not. Sometimes these can be some of the sweetest, most gentle people you will ever meet. You might see a woman, she might have 15 piercings in her face. And you say, oh man, like what's going on with her? What? How does she hate the world or why does she hate herself so much? That's what some people say. Not saying I say, but that's what some people say. And then you find out that this woman cares. You find out she has a big heart. Maybe she has six kids at home. And this is the only way that she knows to get the stress off of her. Maybe her outward appearance doesn't match the inside, but she just wants to express herself in some way because she can't do it maybe in her role at home. Maybe she's very strict, maybe she's lived an impoverished life and she just wants to express herself. So you can't judge someone just based on how they look. I always wait for the first few words to come out of their mouth. Because when I hear the words that come out of their mouth, I look in their eyes and you can see the honesty. You can see the honesty. You can see if someone's genuine in their approach. When they walk up and they say, hey, how are you doing? You know if they're just saying it or if they actually mean it. But appearances can shape how we perceive others. If someone's slouching their posture, what are you going to say? This guy isn't confident. This guy lacks certainty in his moves. He's walking awkwardly. You know, or if somebody is walking with a maimed leg or a limb, maybe they're missing a limb, maybe they're missing an arm. Tells a lot about the person's story. You say, oh, this man's missing three fingers. Maybe he worked as a butcher. Maybe he got him cut off in an accident. You don't know. You go to shake his hand, he's missing a few fingers. Some people wince. Some people wouldn't shake his hand. I would shake his hand. It wouldn't make a difference. I'm just shaking the guy's hand. I'm not trying to marry the guy, right? Or if you meet a lady and she's in a wheelchair, you can't judge that lady just because she's in a wheelchair. You can't write her off. You can't say that she isn't somebody. She could be a freaking computer hacker. You never know. She could be the president of a company. She could be anything in the world. But if you just take her off of the first appearance, just off of how she looks, her physical disposition at that time and place, you're going to miss out on so many opportunities in life. This is why you should never judge a book by its cover. I mean, what do you think? When you walk into the office and a new person shows up, maybe their hair is looking a little different, maybe they don't quite fit into the mold of your workplace. What do you think about that person? Do you look at them and say, oh, he's probably married, he's got six kids, or she's probably a single woman looking to steal someone's husband? Are these the ideas and opinions that you formulate before you've even had an opportunity to meet the person? Is this how it works? Is this what people do? Do we judge first and ask questions later? Think about that. Let's take a sip and we'll be right back. So continuing the conversation on appearances, I want to ask you a question. Have you ever turned someone away that was very close to you just because they had a change in their appearance. Maybe when they first met you, the first few years you dealt with this person, engaged with this individual, they were well-dressed, well-mannered, maybe they had all their limbs, everything was functional, and then they end up getting in a car accident or just some tragic event happens in their life and they pretty much lose themselves. They do not look anything like they have looked for the last five years, the last ten months. Their look has drastically changed. Maybe their house caught on fire and half of their face was burned off. Would you disown this person? Have you disowned this person? Do you still associate with this person? Because one has to question, what if it was you in that situation? You have a group of friends, maybe three, four, five tight-knit friends, all hanging out together. One of their friends gets in a fire, face is burned. Maybe they're in the hospital for eight months. Nobody comes to visit them. Nobody comes to visit them, right? Now these are their friends that they were hanging out with every weekend, drinking beer, playing cards, maybe going to the mall, going shopping, braiding each other's hair, whatever women do. And now this person is going through something, a tough time in life, and they look nothing like everybody else because as friends hang together, they start to dress alike, look alike, talk alike, sound the same. You meet one, you've met all of them. That's just how people are, but now somebody's appearance has drastically changed by no choice of their own. This is just the cards that life has dealt them. Do you disown this person or have you disowned somebody due to the change in their appearance? Has somebody done that to you? Have you experienced life? Maybe you've experienced a loss, maybe a job loss, maybe a family member, or maybe a car accident, a work accident. You don't walk the same, you don't talk the same, your speech is different, you speak with a slur, you're losing your hair, you had hair, now you're bald, drastic weight change, eyes don't work the same, maybe you had 20-20 vision, now you can barely read a book that's right in front of your face. So there's a lot of ways we can go with this conversation. You know, you could take a young man at the height of his life, he goes skydiving with his friends, he has an accident, Bust his head up on the side of a rock, now half his head's crushed in, are his friends still going to be around? Are they going to say, hey man, come to the cookout? And then when he comes to the cookout, is everybody going to make excuses for his appearance, or are they going to accept him as they did before? This is just the fickle nature of people. These are the questions we have to ask. So the only thing that we can do is make sure that we are not one to judge first and ask questions later. We are one to accept people. As they are based on what they show us based on their character based on the good things that they've done we don't place judgment on others we're the ones to receive people that treat us with respect that are open and honest and we reciprocate that they give me respect I give them respect they give you respect you give them respect now this is just my opinion this doesn't mean this is how you feel maybe you feel completely different but I would be interested to know what do you think how do you feel about this what is your opinion? I'm going to leave this one open. I'm going to post a survey when I upload this podcast, and I want you all to chime in. I want you to weigh in with your own opinion. Let me know where you stand on the matter. The options will be based on today's podcast, but until then, I want you all to stay safe. We're going to take another sip. I'm going to go in here to my mother's house, and I'm going to eat some food. We're going to sit back and enjoy the rest of this Thanksgiving weekend, and I will see you in the next one.